This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that tackles issues critical to your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Since October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Health Dose thought it fitting that we talk with Melissa Hoig, a breast nurse navigator with MidMichigan Health. Health Dose asked Melissa, what is the recommended age for starting to have a yearly mammogram? We follow some of the national guidelines from several organizations, including the National Comprehensive Cancer Network, American College of Radiology, and the Society of Breast Imaging, among others. And we recommend that all women have a yearly mammogram beginning at the age of 40. Are there any instances where you would recommend that a woman have a yearly mammogram prior to age 40? Yes, there is some incidents where we would recommend starting earlier. And some of those would be if a woman is having any breast issues, then she should contact her doctor to start her mammograms earlier to see if that would be recommended. Also, if she has a strong family history of breast cancer or if she is known to have a high risk of breast cancer, then we would recommend starting earlier. And what sort of things would cause a woman to want to have that mammogram earlier than age 40? You said certain breast conditions. What conditions would those be? If the woman has noticed that she has a breast lump in her skin, such as skin irritation or dimpling, redness or scaliness or thickening of the nipple or the breast skin, if she had any nipple discharge or nipple retraction, or if she's noticed that there's a difference in the size or shape, then those could be reasons to start earlier. Those can be signs of cancer, but that does not mean that she does have cancer. They can also be because of benign conditions. What is the importance of having a yearly mammogram? Well, we recommend having a yearly mammogram because it's the only test shown to reduce breast cancer deaths. We know mammograms can detect cancer early when it's most treatable, long before it can be felt. And this improves odds of survival and can help avoid more extensive treatment. In that regard, is breast cancer, relatively speaking, easier to diagnose and treat than other types of cancers? Yes, we do have the screening modalities to diagnose and treat breast cancer earlier where we can detect it at an earlier stage. And one of the ways that we can do this is with the new 3D mammography, also known as tomosynthesis mammography. And what's the benefit of 3D technology? How does that help the technician better image what's going on? What it is, the 3D mammography or tomosynthesis is a new state-of-the-art technology that allows the radiologist to see through the breast tissue layer by layer. And this helps provide multiple slices through your breast tissue for the radiologist to view. And it's similar to flipping through pages of a book. So I would guess unlike like an x-ray where you've got an XY representation, you also get the depth on where that actual suspicious tissue might be. Correct. And that can help with early detection by minimizing the impact of overlapping breast tissue. 3D mammography can detect more cancers at an earlier stage. And it also reduces fewer callbacks for women because it can help distinguish normal overlapping tissue from real cancers leading to fewer callbacks and less anxiety for women. But as a bonus, the radiologist has better visualization. So he or she can see better the size, shape, and location of an abnormality. And does that also result in a less painful experience for the patient? Yes, it does. 3D mammography has very little pain associated with it. It is done similar to a regular 2D mammography, but with the new equipment, it is less painful, and most patients do not experience pain at all during this test. What's your best case for why MidMichigan Health is the go-to place for breast health care? Well, MidMichigan Health offers a lot of things for women to help with their breast care. We do have 
a breast health risk assessment that is given at the time of mammogram. And what the breast risk assessment is, it's a series of questions that is answered by the woman at the time of her mammogram. And those questions are run through five different models to stratify her lifetime risk of breast cancer or a genetic mutation. And so that information goes not only to that woman who is having her mammogram, but it also goes to her provider so we can intervene early to see if she is at high risk and offer additional screening modalities and decrease her risk of breast cancer. And what kind of questions are you asking at that point? Is it just history? Is it lifestyle? What kind of things go into that risk assessment? It is her family history, her own history, and lifestyle history. And based off that information, we can stratify if she is at a higher risk. And if she is, we do have other screening modalities that could be offered, such as whole breast ultrasound or breast MRI. And that kind of leads us into another modality that we have here at MidMichigan Health is we have a high-risk breast clinic where she can meet with our nurse practitioner and go over some of those risk reduction strategies so we can decrease her lifetime risk of breast cancer and increase surveillance with MRIs. We can decrease her risk by going over lifestyle modifications and even also offer some chemotherapy prevention that would help decrease her lifetime risk. And I guess the point there is your typical low-risk patient needs to just be on that maintenance of regular mammograms, but a person who has high risks may need to have more intensive ongoing counseling and ongoing surveillance. Is that correct? That is correct. If you are at a high risk for breast cancer, then we would be offering additional screening mechanisms with breast MRI. And the breast MRI and mammogram are done yearly. They do not replace each other, but it's another screening modality to try to catch cancer at its earliest stage. And this is one of the most exciting things that I see about cancer research. You folks are now doing genetic counseling? Yes, we are. We have two genetic counselors that meet with patients either in person, and now we are offering telemed. So the women can actually phone in and talk with that genetic counselor, and their family history and health history is done with a genetic counselor, and then that genetic counselor can make recommendations if she should be tested to see if she does have a genetic mutation that would increase her risk for breast cancer. I mean, we talked about lifestyle and we talked about risk factors. We talked about family history, but really is genetic counseling the game changer for assessment of whether or not a person is at risk for cancer? Just how important, how groundbreaking is the opportunity for a health provider to provide genetic counseling to their patients? It's very important because if we do find that that patient has a genetic mutation, there is different screening modalities and surveillance that we need to do to watch that patient and treatment options that we can offer prior to being diagnosed with a cancer. So we can be on top of the game and watching to make sure that we are doing everything possible to prevent a cancer from happening. You talked about telemedicine. One of the exciting things about medicine right now is the fact that so much of this stuff can be done virtually, where I can be talking with a healthcare provider in my home. And that actually extends, am I correct, to scheduling and to working with people who can help you navigate the system? Absolutely. MidMichigan offers online scheduling opportunities for mammograms. If you are unable to call during working hours, you can go right online and schedule your appointment that way, which makes it much easier for the patient. Also, we do have nurse navigators that are trained in breast health. And what we do is we follow 
women from an abnormal mammogram all the way through biopsy diagnosis and survivorship if she did come back positive for breast cancer. And some of the things that our navigators do is help decipher that medical terminology for those patients and provide educational resources and support financial help with different resources that is out there, but most of it is someone, a go-to person that they can call if they have questions, and we help basically navigate them through their treatment and make sure that they are seeing the providers that they need to see in a timely manner and supporting their emotional and physical well-being during that time. One of the other things that MidMichigan Health offers is free mammograms for women that are over 40 and uninsured, and we offer these every day, not just in October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but we are now offering these at all of our locations on a daily basis. So if you are a woman over 40 and you do not have insurance, we have means to provide free 3D mammogram for you. Tell me about Michigan Health's commitment to making this whole process stress-free for the patient. One of our things that we offer here is that we work with patients on a one-to-one basis. They have that navigator available to them to answer phone calls, answer their questions for them, but we have a whole team of dedicated breast surgeons, breast radiologists, and medical oncologists, radiation oncologists. We all work as a team to make sure that patient is taken care of as a whole. We have the high-risk clinics, we have genetic counselors, we have dedicated social workers that are there to help support that patient during a very emotionally and stressful time of their life. And our goal is to help ease that stress for them to make them feel comfortable and at home with the care that they receive at MidMichigan Health. That is MidMichigan Health Breast Nurse Navigator, Melissa Hoig. If you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org doctors. And to learn more about MidMichigan Health's programs and services related to breast health, go to midmichigan.org slash breasthealth. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thank you so much for listening. Check back again soon for another edition of Health Dose.